Hi, this is Ezra Engel, and you're listening to The Voice, reading 2 Samuel chapter 11 for Wednesday, March 19th. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite army. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, Isn't this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite? Then David sent messengers to get her. She came to him, and he slept with her. She had purified herself from her uncleanness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, I am pregnant. So David sent this word to Joab, Send me Uriah the Hittite. And Joab sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, Go down to your house and wash your feet. So Uriah left the palace, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance to the palace with all his master's servants and did not go down to his house. When David was told, Uriah did not go home, he asked him, Haven't you just come from a distance? Why didn't you go home? Uriah said to David, The ark and Israel and Judah are staying in tents, and my master Joab and my lord's men are camped in the open fields. How could I go to my house to eat and drink and lie with my wife? As surely as you live, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to him, Stay here one more day, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him, and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat, along with his master's servants. He did not go home. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In it he wrote, Put Uriah in the front line, where the fighting is fiercest. Then withdraw from him, so he will be struck down and die. So while Joab had the city under siege, he put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest defenders were. When the men of the city came out and fought against Joab, some of the men in David's army fell. Moreover, Uriah the Hittite died. Joab sent David a full account of the battle. He instructed the messenger, When you have finished giving the king this account of the battle, the king's anger may flare up, and he may ask you, Why did you get so close to the city to fight? Didn't you know they would shoot arrows from the wall? Who killed Abimelech, son of Jerubbesheth? Didn't a woman throw an upper millstone on him from the wall, so that he died in Thebes? Why did you get so close to the wall? If he asks you this, then say to him, Also your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. The messenger set out, and when he arrived he told David everything Joab had sent him to say. The messenger said to David, The men overpowered us and came out against us in the open, but we drove them back to the entrance to the city gate. Then the archers shot arrows at your servants from the wall, and some of the king's men died. Moreover, your servant Uriah the Hittite is dead. David told the messenger, Say this to Joab. Don't let this upset you. The sword devours one as well as another. Press the attack against the city and destroy it. Say this to encourage Joab. When Uriah's wife heard that her husband was dead, she mourned for him. After the time of mourning was over, David had her brought to his house, and she became his wife and bore him a son. But the thing David had done displeased the Lord. Second Samuel chapter 11 So David 
didn't go out to battle at a time when it would be normal for a king to go out to battle with his people. He was just kind of walking around his house. And as he did so, he saw a woman bathing. So he was visually interested. But then he asked uh, who it was and sent for her and slept with her. So he uh, pursued his temptation and sinned. She was married. Even though David had plenty of wives, he seeked this woman who was already married. And that's adultery. God doesn't like that. And as though that were not enough, he, uh, he plans to have her husband killed in battle because he has the authority to direct battles, and um, people do die in them. But he directed it in such a way to be sure that her husband died after unsuccessfully trying to get him to sleep with his wife, I guess as a form of a cover-up. So it's a really ugly time for him as he does all of these things that are not the behaviors that are fitting for a king or someone who, you know, God is blessing. I think a takeaway is just that, you know, if, if you're tempted to do something, uh, you've got to run from that temptation. If you fall into temptation and you sin, you've got to run from the next temptation, which is to cover it up. And um, certainly don't murder somebody in an attempt to cover it up, because God sees all. Thanks for listening to The Voice.